the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-hosts, Mark Honf and Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's worth over $100, and it's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is, Who Am I? Uh, Mark, we have a guest in the studio. Please introduce him. We do have a guest, and He's back for, I don't know how many times, Mike, you've been on our show over the years. Mike Mike Maragiello, uh, founder of Bay Area Wealth Builders, a local real estate expert, uh, sponsor of many, many uh, instructional and educational events in real estate around the Bay Area. But he hails here from the North Bay. And uh, for those of you who have been to Bay Area Wealth Builders, it's uh, one of the longest, uh, oldest real estate uh, clubs in the Bay Area uh, and has been, uh, well, it was in Mill Valley for many years now in Port of Madeira, right? Yes. And um, welcome, Mike, to the Best of Investing. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, really glad to be here today. And uh, we're pushing 20 years soon. So, we're uh, yeah, we've had a little longevity out there in the marketplace. You know, every time I've visited uh, Corner Madeira, when you've had an event, it's, the place is packed. I mean, there's got to be, what, 150 people? Yeah, the, there's a lot of good information, a lot of good education out there, and we try to bring some very uh, timely topics to the audience. And uh, last month was a great topic on the real estate market and uh, the, some of the transitioning. So uh, our speaker attracted quite a crowd. He's an economist, a statistician, uh, very, very uh, big following that he has. So, Mike, what was the year you actually started Bay Area Wealth Builders? Uh, we started in uh, 2000. So, you you were so you started your 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 monthly meeting before there was even uh, a meetup. So some you know yep. a lot of people know about meetup.com, meetup right. groups. They're they've sprung up all over the Bay Area. How, how do you feel uh, that your organization and your meeting has held up in in response to all that competition out there? Well, there is a lot of meetups. As a matter of fact, there's probably a meetup every night of the week for if yeah. you wanted to really look for <laughs> That's one. That's true. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people are still hungry for high quality content, education, discussion. And I think that's what we bring to the table. We have a, a, good, a lot of good networking that's going on. And we really cater to both the beginning and seasoned investor. There's something for everybody, really, when they come out to the events. I would agree with that because every time I've been to your meeting, Mike, that uh, I appreciate that you always have a guest uh, and not just any guest, usually one that's uh, very noteworthy and yeah, known in the relevant. industry, relevant, yeah. usually a published author. Yeah. Uh, and then you yourself, you're always, you do a lot of homework before your 
meetings. And uh, you're not just the MC, but you actually do a bit um, every meeting where you share with us your thoughts and trends and, and as you see it. And because you're an active real estate investor, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's usually relevant and timely information. Yeah, we like to think that we have our pulse on the market and uh, call it as we see it. We don't sugarcoat it. And I think people like that and find it very refreshing. I know you all have been out to visit with us, and we, we have a topic uh, on uh, you know money, money funding sources, lending, those kind of practices as well from time to time. And you have an event coming up here pretty soon, don't you? We do. I do a class once a year. I call it cru- the Crush It class, Crush and it's it. going to be coming in March, March 23rd of this year. Uh, it really is a full day, uh, full content class on a lot of different topics, uh, how to get started, how to set up your marketing campaign to get deal flow coming your way. Uh, we talk about ways to negotiate with property owners. Uh, we talk about alternative and creative financing versus traditional financing. We get into some of the agreements and the contracts that we use with uh, sellers that um, are sort of battle tested over the years. Hmm. And uh, we really get into negotiating and role playing. I mean, again, it's a, there's a lot of uh, content there for people uh, from all different areas of background, whether they're starting out or they've been at this for a while. You know, I'm just looking at your flyer here, Mike. There's so much stuff yeah. that you're presenting. It's <laughs> it you, you need about three pages to describe yeah. all the information. We've been debating you. whether to make it a two-day event. <laughs> Nine yeah. to five, that's that's a good amount of time. It's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of content of yeah. crunched into that one day. Do, do you give bathroom breaks? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. With, with permission with, slips. With permission. Okay. So we'll repeat that towards the end of the show. But again, that's Crush It. Learn the secrets of real estate success. Uh, that's all day Saturday, March 23rd. Uh, and where is that being held? Oh, at the Best Western Corte Madera yeah. Inn yeah. in Corte Madera here in Marin County. Yes, and, indeed. And how much you charge? We, we try to keep in the spirit of uh, low-cost education because so many people are, are, are you know accustomed to seeing these crazy prices for yeah. classes. And right, $1,000, yes. $1,500, $2,500. They, they their credit cards suffer as a result yeah. of that. Yeah. So um, I think it's a few hundred dollars you know, for people that if they're a member of our organization, it's uh, under $200, and it's well worth the time. You'll you'll come away with quite a bit of, of yeah, knowledge. Yeah, just for some of the paperwork that you're talking about with ne- the negotiation, yeah. and buyers and sellers uh, and all that. Well, they say that it. negotiation is the $10,000 per, per hour skill set. So yeah. I would hope if you pick up mm. just one little tidbit there, that would be very, very worth your time. Very good. Uh, and how would people uh, register? Uh, they can always go to our website, which is uh, www.bawb.info. Uh, again, to repeat that, it's www.bawb.info. WB.info, or they can call our information line uh, 707-996-6411. And I, I also have to reiterate what Mark said. You know, both of us are seasoned uh, real estate investors, and we have both gone to your events many different, times. Different, many yeah. times. Over the years, oh, over yeah. the decades. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. at least there's two or three good pieces of information that we walk away with that we didn't know. Always. You know, and a lot of the we stuff is... We call those nuggets. You nuggets, exactly. Little nuggets. So yeah. if you haven't been to a Bay Area Wealth Building meeting uh, in, you know, in, in some time, you really need to check them out again. All right. We're going to cut to our first commercial break. When we come back, Mark, there's an email f- uh, question for you that has to do about uh, joint venture partners, hmm. which would be kind of interesting. All right. Here's our first trivia question. And now, uh, Mike, just to remind you, if you know the answer, don't say anything until we get back 
from uh, break. I, I got three easy ones because I want to stroke your guys' ego. <laughs> All, right. All right. Who played Mr. Miyagi in the 1984 film The Karate Kid? All right. 888-912-1190 to answer that question. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Worth over $100. For question number one, who played Mr. Miyagi in the 1984 film The Karate Kid? Remember, wax on, wax off? All yes. right, don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. First trivia question. Who played Mr. Miyagi in the 1984 film The Karate Kid? And if you answer Arnold, you're wrong. And you said these were easy guys. questions. Yeah. We're all looking at each other. Yeah, I know it's not David Carradine. Of course it is. Yeah. 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 No, Grasshopper. It's not David Carradine. I, I don't know. Pat Morita. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I knew the name. Well, I knew the face. Couldn't point picture. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the next two questions, I promise you, were even easier. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mark, uh, we have a, an email mm-hmm. uh, that came in. It says, what should I do if I find a deal but do not have enough money to qualify for a loan? Because you're in the business of making loans. Right. Can you help me find a JV partner? You know what? I've gotten that in the 10 years that uh, since I founded Pacific Private Money and we're an alternative finance provider, which is a fancy way of saying we're hard money. We just don't like to say hard money anymore. Dated term. But, uh, you know, in the hard money, private money business, you know, we make loans. We specialize in loans. Uh, all our loans are privately funded. So I've got, you know, three to four hundred in our database uh, that at any given time are, you know, liquid and looking to make uh, investments with their capital uh, in real estate notes. And some of these guys are also real estate investors and they'll do joint venture uh, equity investments. But the challenge for for a company like mine and for me personally is that I really don't have the the ability to sell somebody that I don't know to my investors. So, you know, we vet our loans and and we decide and determine after uh, spending time and money uh, underwriting these deals, we present them, uh, we greenlight a loan and we present them to our investors uh, as an opportunity for investing. And in return, they get, you know, a secured note and deed of trust and, and title insurance and all that. You know, when someone calls me and says, hey, Mark, you know, would you would you mind, you know, sharing some of your equity investors with me? or presenting my investment opportunities to some of your equity investors, you know, I have to politely decline because, again, it would force me. I'd have to get to know who you are. Yeah. I'd have to do my underwriting and due diligence on you. And, and you know, I'm not, not trying to sound, you know, mean about it, but I, I don't make I don't make enough money to do something like that for somebody else. It's not, it's not what I do. It's not part of my business model. Now, how did I find the investors that I use to fund my loans? Yeah. I went to meetings like yeah. Michael Morangiello, who's our guest today. Yeah. Mike Morangiello's yeah. Bay Area Wealth Builders is a great place if you're looking for joint venture capital to go and meet the people that go there. You provide networking opportunities. You provide time for people to, to get to know each other. And there are always, I don't think there's ever been a meeting probably in the 20 years of uh, Bay Area Wealth Builders where there weren't both people who had money yeah. looking for a way to strategically invest it, yeah. as well as people there looking to meet people 
with money. Yeah. And bottom line is, and to, the, to, to come full circle and answer the question is, you really need to do your own networking when it comes to finding a joint venture capital partner. There's three things you need to do to get someone to, let, to, to joint venture with you and to put up their capital alongside you in a real estate investment. You got to get them to know you, like you, and, and trust, trust you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of uh, details in getting someone to know, like, and trust you. I actually even wrote a book about this, which I published about probably four years ago now, yeah. called The Insider's Guide to Attracting Private Money. And I'll give you a free copy if you call... What number again, Edward? 888-912-1190. Call 888-912-1190. Leave your name and number and and request a free copy of my book, The Insider's Guide to Attracting Private Money. It's It's a relatively short read, about 60 pages long, but in it I share with you uh, the basically what I learned uh, on on how to find uh, private investors for your real estate. Deals. You know, it's interesting too because when you wrote that book, I decided, you know what, I'm going to read this with uh, with a critical eye. You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest with it, and I got to say that it actually it was it was very good. It wasn't just a oh, there's just a bunch of fluff here. Yep. There was some really good information that uh, I'm sure the audience, if yep. you call that eight 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 nine one two eleven nine, we're not going to spam you or anything like that. Just ask for the free book, and we'll send it to you. Uh, Sixty pages, right? Isn't yeah, big, and it, you know. in it, it does things like it. it uh, tells you how to create a credibility package for yourself, uh, how to, you know, some networking tips, uh, where to go, what to say, what to provide, how to get someone to know, like, and trust you enough to decide to... um, to co-invest alongside you. Yeah, by the way, Nam, you're in, in the studio here. Um, you talk too much, by the <laughs> yeah. way. If you don't say anything, someone's going to do an autopsy on I you. I am so, here. Okay. I just want to make sure you're... you're so, Michael, when people approach yeah. you about looking for capital, you know, how do you advise yeah. them? Well, first of all, the, yeah, just to comment on that book, it's got a lot of great information in it. It uh, really talks well about how to package yourself and present yeah. yourself and the opportunity to an investor. So, I agree. That is very, very important. But, yeah, we do see a lot of opportunities and a lot of money that's looking for deals right now. Uh, and uh, many of it is IRA money or private money that's in pension plans. Mm-hmm. But uh, typical scenarios, and I'm sure you probably get calls on this, is uh, they can uh, maybe get a first position loan uh, mm-hmm. to buy the property, but they need a backfill loan, a second lien, mm-hmm. uh, in order to help with the down payment that they may not have all that capital. And that's an, inter- that's an interesting arrangement um, where they may be, an investor might be willing to put those funds up and, and uh, for not just a return, but also maybe some part of of the appreciation in the in the property or the or the structure of the deal. I've seen some structures where the lender doesn't want to get involved with the profits per se because you know what's the definition of profits, right? You can always kind of throw a bunch of stuff in there. Right. So sometimes what they do is they throw in what they call an exit fee. Yeah. And then that way you're you're specifically deciding how much is going to be that quote profit. Yeah, uh, Mike, you make a good point, Ed, Edward, as well. There actually, and the point really is, is there's there's a lot of different ways that you can structure compensation for your money partner. Now, the book goes into that, and as well, if you go to any um, Bay Area Wealth Builders meeting, you'll meet people who will also provide you with other examples on how you can uh, compensate your money partner. And, and one thing, too, is a lot of people don't want to necessarily be paid in interest, because interest mm. is taxable, uh, yeah. depending mm-hmm. on how they take it. So they may want to 
treat their gain in the form of a capital gain uh, or the form of rents or in some other form or fashion where they just choose how they want to receive that income. Good point. It might be more favorably taxed to them that way. Right. So for a couple of, uh, you know, uh, quick summary, uh, sometimes a 50-50 split of the profits, sometimes an exit fee, sometimes fixed interest, sometimes uh, something that's a non-interest, maybe not readily taxable. There are a lot of ways you can structure a deal. And again, for more information, you need to uh, read the book and or go to a Bay Area Wealth Builders meeting and uh, check the uh, calendar at BAWB.info. All right, guys, uh, we're going to cut to a second commercial break here. This, uh, first of all, this Valentine's Day, toast under the Golden Gate Bridge with your first mate on a Hornblower dining cruise. Enjoy a romantic dinner aboard a yacht as you watch the city lights twinkle. Reserve your table to now at Hornblower.com. Uh, we've been on the Hornblower a couple of times. It is a phenomenal. Lots of fun. Uh, boat cruise around the bay. All right. Second trivia question is, who played Louis De Palma in the TV series Taxi? Okay. Mark, I, see, I see a nod from Mark, so he knows that one. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. Who played Louis De Palma in the TV series Taxi? Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question, who played Louis De Palma in the TV series Taxi? Rita Perlman's husband. Yes, that's uh, correct. Uh, if you answer that, you get double credit. Uh, uh, What's his name? <laughs> Danny. 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 Oh, very Tip good. Tip of my tongue there, but that's I remember right. the wife. Okay. Hey, guys, want to make also a quick mention here. This winter, San Francisco's waterfront is a playground full of hidden amusements. Uh, Alcatraz Cruises is launching Winter on the Waterfront, in which locals and visitors alike can enjoy discounted offers while engaging in some of San Francisco's most coveted attractions without the crowds and lines. Check out www.sfwow.com. Uh, I'll go to Alcatraz. Very fun. Okay. Uh, Mike, you, uh, since you're the wealth of knowledge of uh, real estate here, of course we all are, but um, our special guest, uh, any predictions for 2019? Uh, it's going to be, I think, an interesting market to see unfold after this first quarter. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market that sort of crept in last year. Um, I think that um, many people that have been buying and selling property or investing in property have gorged themselves on these low interest rates, and that has uh, you know, created, to some extent, a little bit of a frothiness in prices. And, uh, of course, the rates have moved up a little bit now, and uh, they last, there were four increases in 2018. The Fed, I think, just this past week, decided to pump the brakes and not raise yeah. them again. And, and didn't, didn't mortgage rates come down just a hair? Yeah, I'm talking about the Fed rate now, but yeah, yeah mortgage but rates are still fluctuating a little bit up and down. They're yeah. not that drastic. We're still historically pretty low. But that has had an effect, especially in this high-cost area that we are in, in the Bay Area. And so um, I think uh, we're going to see you know, whether the buyers or sellers blink in the coming months. But um, as you know, we had an economist in last month, and he stated that uh, we have 
have to look at the past. You know, we have to look at the past as sort of a prophet of the future. And the thing that he shared with us is that, yeah, eight years plus of, of almost tremendous growth yeah. upwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a saying in the securities business, and you may agree with it or not, and that is that economic expansion typically uh, is not um, – uh, killed by, um, I'm sorry, doesn't die of old age, but is typically killed by the Fed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So well, we have had some good news of recent. So the stock market, which you know started out in January being really crazy, up, yeah. down, up, down, up a thousand, down Lots five hundred. Lots of volatility. Yeah. A lot of volatility. Um, uh, the Fed raised rates again for the fourth time, which uh, I was betting they weren't that they were going to hold. Yeah. But the good news is that it looks like they've they've you know they've let it leak that it looks like they they may not raise rates again uh, this year, and the and the stock market is kind of stabilized a little bit, um, and. You know, we've got Super Bowl weekend, which traditionally is the beginning of the selling season. So I know that there's optimism among realtors, but we really don't know. Uh, What we have been listening to is news reports about how poor the housing market has fared over the last, say, three months, November, December, and January. But that's kind of typical anyway. But it is. That's, yeah. that's just it. You know, what, seasonal, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's rained a lot. Real estate mm-hmm. statistics generally aren't adjusted for seasonality, where a lot of other economic statistics, they say, you know, seasonally adjusted numbers mm-hmm. of, well, you know, people really weren't, weren't buying homes in, in any great numbers. But still, you know, nevertheless, the, the, the bad news was, was, was real news, and that is that unit sales volume uh, – uh, across California uh, dropped uh, at, in a surprising pace. And so it, it'll be interesting to see whether or not uh, with the coming selling season that basically starts, you know, this month, February, uh, if that if that turns around. Now, interestingly enough, um, the the widely followed Case Schiller Home Price Index, which for the most part of 2010 showed an annualized appreciation rate continuing to be 10% in the Bay Area, that has dropped to half of that, down to 5% in the latest uh, numbers released. Now, this is for November, so this is trailing. So, um, so again, and this is kind of news that we knew was happening, right? Yeah, it's true, and, and it is very true. And uh, But one of the things about some of these statistics is I like to look at more of a leading indicator versus mm. lagging indicators. That's more mm. of a lagging indicator. That's You're looking back, as Absolutely. many people in the real estate industry do. Realtors, mm-hmm. appraisers, lenders tend to look at what's happening in the past, not what's happening and coming up in the future. So um, one of the things I'm seeing, though, is that in the last several months here in the Bay Area, there has been price capitulation, that properties are not selling typically at listed price. They're selling below listed price. That is a leading indicator, and it's certainly an indication of, at least in the recent past, where we may have been heading. Um, But as we mentioned a few moments ago in the show, a lot of uncertainty out there. And uh, there's a point on that fulcrum of seeing who's going to blink first, the buyers or the sellers. And I think we're probably going to move more into a sideways market for a period of time. I don't see that there's any kind of an apocalyptic downturn right around the corner. I, I, I would agree with that. And I sure hope not. One dynamic that's interesting that I've been following lately is the fact that the, the price of construction has continued to go up and is continuing to go up both the cost of labor because of labor shortage and materials too and materials so both materials and labor have been going up to the extent where 
uh, and this is anecdotal information, but clients of ours have been telling me that, you know, they're going to sit on the sidelines right now because they don't believe at their cost that uh, certain um, opportunities that are presented to them to, hey, you could buy this remodel um, or a possible ground up construction that they don't have the 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 capability uh, in their opinion of building it, making a profit. So that's Mm -hmm. I find that really interesting that you've got a market that needs housing in California. You've got uh, consumers that want to buy homes and there's a there's a shortage of homes. We're not creating homes at the rate we need to based on the the population. Yet you can't necessarily build right. a, a new home today right. and yeah. sell it for a price, particularly I mean, in the middle market. Now, the higher end market, um, and, and we're yeah. seeing this in Santa Rosa yeah. a lot now, the Fountain Grove area, which are the yeah. higher end homes, um, the, the contractors up there are, I, I'm seeing are still pretty bullish. But down in the uh, the Coffee Park, which uh, a lot of people will recognize that name, those were more uh, middle class homes in the five to $600,000 yeah. range. Uh, a lot of contractors there are struggling to rebuild yeah. those homes. I, I mean, what will end up it. happening, though? I mean, sellers are just going to have to drop their prices. Well, that's, gonna, that's what's yeah. going to give is price. Yeah. There's, there, there's also other things, too. There's additional regulation that's come into play. Mm. Uh, new construction now requiring, at least coming up, yeah. solar uh, as a requirement. Oh, yeah. oh right. Uh, yeah. Taxes on recording fees to help uh, fund for the housing uh, oh, yeah. situation. Uh, you know, these are just, they just continue to nickel and dime people that uh, want to deal with real estate. Now, but, you know, how do you, so I agree, you have to lower your price to create more excitement uh, to sell yeah. your home. But if you're trying to build replacement homes, if you're trying to replace a burned out home or, try, or trying to buy a, a potential remodel and, and make a profit, I mean, you really need to be careful with your numbers. I guess that's the yeah. bottom line. If you're a real estate investor and you're looking to buy, fix and flip a property, uh, I'm, I'm, some of our, many of our, our flipper clients are finding that their, their profits are, are pretty skinny right now. So well, that's what I was saying. Is, is the, uh, what I was thinking of is those sellers, though, yeah. are not going to be able to sell those fix and flip at the price they want no, because they're not the going contractors to are going to do the same yeah. thing. Hey, guys, we're going to cut to our a third uh, trivia question here. Who is the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the TV, or the movie, excuse me, TV, the movie series Toy Story, right? To infinity and beyond. Remember that? I think I know. Uh, yeah, of course, you have a little girl. Of course you'd know yeah. that. All right. Uh, call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that tanning certificate worth over $100. Who is the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the movie series Toy Story? All right. Uh, when we come back, what are we going to talk about? More real estate. Oh, well, so we got some deals of the week to talk about. All right. Don't touch that dial because the best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Humph and I'm fond of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question Who is the voice here? Who is the voice here? Who is the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the movie series Toy Story to Infinity and Beyond? Tim. Alan. There you there go. You go. Oh, a tag team. <laughs> yeah. there you go. He has two first names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Nam Fawn. No. Okay. 
<laughs> so anyway. Silence. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, share with us some words of wisdom of what's the real estate market. Well, I know we're talking a, a little bit about some sobering news here, you know, yeah. on the air, but uh, let's temper it with a little bit of, uh, of positiveness. And that is, is that, um, you know, a lot of these economists are not always accurate in their predictions um, the, the, that they come out with. And um, regardless of where the markets may be heading, whether they're going up, whether they're going down, whether we're going to get into a sideways stretch for a while, mm-hmm. there always will be opportunities to uh, to take advantage of uh, and exploit those markets and make money and find opportunities in them. Wait, you, you said they're not accurate. I heard the statistic that they were right seven out of five times. Uh, is that the uh, Economist Association yes, or exactly. some sort? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I figured that's – well, they say something about statistics, right? That's uh, right. Mark Twain, there's lies, damn lies, there's, and there's and statistics, there's, right? Well, well the, me- to, the media wants to get your attention. So if it bleeds, it leads. We've all heard that. And so most of the news that you're going to hear about the real estate economy is, is going to generally be tinged with a dire warning. And, again, that doesn't mean you should pay no heed to those dire warnings. But, you know, right now uh, the market – is uh, in a state of flux. And and as we were kind of talking about towards the end of the last segment, it's really, really important that you watch your numbers. And we're a lender uh, for real estate investors and flippers at Pacific Private Money. And I can't tell you how many times someone comes to us with a loan application. We ask them to show us, show us your numbers, show us your spreadsheet. And they'll show a spreadsheet, and it's missing a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, for example, there are costs to buy a property. There are costs to hold a property. Yeah. And there are costs to sell a property. But more often than I then, then I, then I'm, I'm surprised at how often I'll yeah. get a spreadsheet that just says, "Well, I'm, I'm buying it for five hundred thousand. I'm going to put a hundred thousand into it, yeah. and I'm going to sell it for seven hundred thousand yeah. and make a hundred thousand dollar profit." That's what the TV shows, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 right. Exactly. And then I'm going to borrow money at you know zero percent, you know, oh, ter- no, ten percent, yeah. right? Because yeah, you got yeah. you know holding costs exactly. or you know real estate taxes, no commissions insurance. For selling, right? So <laughs> and again. Uh, um, uh, we we uh, we promoted uh, a book I wrote for uh, real estate flippers earlier today, the the Insider's Guide to Attracting Private Money, and, and one of the uh, one of the chapters in there talks about how to put together the appropriate spreadsheet and what not to leave out of that cost estimate, and. Uh, even those that have the um, the complete costs in there from terms and, you know, it's going to cost $500,000 plus there's closing costs on the buy, plus there's holding costs, yeah. plus there's selling costs, there's, you know, staging costs, there's yeah. uh, my cost of financing. There's also, you know, contingencies and, yeah. and, and keep putting a factor in there for the fact that labor and, um, and materials yeah. are just, you know, they've, they've been going up. And so uh, you can, as Mike said, you know, in fact, my father used to tell me this too who was a builder. It doesn't matter which direction the market's going in real estate. You can always make money in real estate if you buy correctly and, yeah. and have your prices. Well, that's what they say. You make money when you buy it. Yeah. And before we go to deal of the week, you know, uh, Mike talking about, you know, statistics. I, I mean, I, you just always have to remember that I had heard that 46.83% of all percentage statistics are wrong. Okay. I'll second that. Okay. Uh, no, I'm saving that one up. That's right. I deal, deal. I know. I've been busting at the seams <laughs> waiting for that one. Uh, deal of the week. Yeah. So deal of the week comes to us from San Diego. So we lend all over California. This one came from San Diego. We actually just closed this one this week. Um, this one was a 
builder, developer who owned a property, and there was an opportunity to acquire the property next to next to his. Okay. So he needed to jump on the opportunity. He came to us for the loan, seven hundred thousand. We closed it pretty quickly, seventy uh, percent loan to value. So we're crossing against the uh, the properties he's currently in. Okay. And uh, th- now this is a loan that we put in the fund, but we're actually going to put it. Out pretty quickly. We're probably, sell it. Uh, yeah, we're going to sell it probably on private money loans, and uh, and the reason why is so we can create some liquidity to fund the next deal because January is um, not always a busy time of year, but this January we're we're really busy, so we need the capital. So in that particular uh, loan request, we we financed a hundred percent of the acquisition of the house next door because we could take his existing property as additional collateral, and when we um, got a cost or a valuation estimate on there, we determined uh, on on our end that we had protective equity of about 30%, meaning it was about a 70% combined loan to value. And oftentimes when you're out there borrowing money, many lenders are not fans of what we call cross-collateralization, meaning you're taking more than one property in. It complicates the underwriting. It complicates the loan documents. Uh, title companies sometimes aren't familiar with it, but at Pacific Private Money... Uh, uh, we, we, in fact, I think more often than not, I wouldn't be surprised if, if half of the loans we do or even more have two have or more crossed, properties. Yeah, right. Well, in, in this specific instance, it, it makes even more sense because the property's right next door and the guy wants to go ahead and develop it. Yeah, so it's right. not just taking redevelop some, it. or redevelop yeah. it. It's not just some property, you know, two towns away. Yeah. So he's got a, it sounds like he's got a big incentive to make sure that he doesn't mess up. Yeah. And from our end, he's got a track record too. So he's somebody who's shown that uh, he has ability to, to do these kinds of projects. Um, you know, if I can add something, too, I mentioned that we would put this on private money loans, and we have quite a few, actually a number of listeners who are registered in private oh, money good. loans, which is great. So if you are wanting to invest on a loan of private money loans, pledge. Click the pledge button, and what that means is not binding. It means that you're expressing interest. I just want to point that out because some, I think sometimes people are hesitant. Yeah. But pledge, and we'll send you the due diligence information. What's the interest rate that you are promoting to the investor? Uh, on this one, probably somewhere around 8 or so. Okay. So yeah. around 8% on a 70% loan-to-value combined. Experience borrower homes are side-by-side in a, in Good area a, in a marketable, yeah, yep. marketable absolutely. area. And, uh, absolutely. So, uh, Edward, you had uh, um, a deal. That, yeah, there uh, was a there was a deal you guys were, uh, did uh, just recently. Uh, borrower uh, makes a million dollars a year. Is in the political arena. We'll say mm-hmm. is buying a property in a good area in Sacramento for three. Roughly, I'll do these rough numbers: three million, mm-hmm. putting a million dollars down, and needs a two million dollar first mortgage. And why would a guy who has makes that kind of money and is well connected need to come to us for expensive money? Because according <laughs> to according to and these are his words, <clears throat> I'm just a little sloppy paying my bills on time. And so his FICO scores were just a little bit too low. Yeah. yeah. For, so for lazy credit bank. we call that at, uh, at yeah, mm-hmm. in, in the industry we call that lazy credit. People who make plenty of money um, but uh, they just they don't hire an accountant. They pay their own bills uh, or not in his case. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and have a credit a lot of traveling. And just doesn't put things on auto pay. And now what will happen is, you know, the big question that you guys always ask is, you know, what's the exit strategy? Mm, Because he's not going to sell that home. Well, he's going to work on paying his bills on time so he can qualify for a real bank loan. Right. All right. Good exit strategy. Good. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, we don't have another uh, trivia question. We are going to cut to our last commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to have some thoughts for the day. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds before we have to cut out. Um, go ahead. And we've got, uh, um, just to, to plug once again, the Pacific Private Money Fund ended the year in 2018, paying out 7.5%. That's money that it actually distributed to its investors, 7.5% of the money invested. And compound investors got about 7.85% on that. So again, for more information, PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back with some great closing comments and thoughts for the day you're listening to the best of investing with your host edward brown for more information visit bestofinvesting.com that's bestofinvesting.com more in a moment on am 1220 kdow you're listening to the best of investing on am 1220 kdow once again your host edward brown Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. So, our special guest, Mike Morangiallo of Bay Area Wealth Builders, has a, an event coming up in March. Uh, tell us a little bit more about it, Mark. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, first of all, we meet every month. Uh, we meet on the third Thursday night. It's an evening meeting every month, um, and uh, that's been going on, as I said, for 19 years. So, we'd love for people to come out, network, learn something, uh, and enjoy that discussion and. Uh, as far as the workshop, it's a class that I personally teach. I only do it once a year, the Crush It class. And during that day, if you'll join me, which is a very affordable, we try to make it, uh, we're going to talk a lot about marketing and negotiating and financing uh, from an alternative as well as a traditional approach, uh, deal structuring, which I think is key to attracting money, as I think we all agree. And uh, we get into some of the clauses and language that we use uh, when we're interacting with sellers. So it's really a full day of a a lot of good, high-quality information for people who are just starting or getting or have been at it a while. And uh, one thing I do want to just leave uh, with your audience today, because we keep getting a lot of sellers telling us, well, um, you know, uh, market value is this, market value is that. The seller says this is the market value. Please recognize that market value is personal to each individual and it's buyers. A seller can ask whatever they want to ask for their property. It's the buyers who determine value. That's typically how it works in the marketplace. As a lender, we have never seen a borrower not be very adamant about what they believe their property is worth, what they think it's worth and what it will actually sell to to a willing buyer are usually not the same price (laughs) and it's usually lower. Yeah. Oh, if I might add, I forgot. If anybody wants more information about Bay Area Wealth Builders, do please go to our website, which is www.bawb.info. Again, that's www.bawb.info, and they can find all about the events coming up and some of the ones we've had in the past and where we meet and so forth. I like this. Earn a year's salary on one deal. Yes, it's possible. Absolutely. Uh, you mean sure I is. can make $8,000 on one deal? Or more. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so those of you who uh, are either new listeners or, or longtime listeners to our show know that, you know, we're very bullish when it comes to real estate. If you're an active real estate investor uh, and you haven't been to a Bay Area Wealth Builders meeting, you absolutely need to go. Again, that's every month, the third Thursday of the month at about 7 p.m. starts, Mike? We, 6.30 networking starts and then we kick off at 7. Yeah. So for those of you who maybe are, you know, uh, maybe you want to sit on the sidelines, you're a little bit nervous about, uh, you think maybe real estate prices are crested. 
interesting. You're not sure if they may go downward. Maybe you're not in the market of buying real estate right now. Uh, I I think you owe it to yourself to investigate real estate debt as an alternative, uh, because with real estate prices the way they are and uh, the likelihood uh, of uh, continued demand for real estate in California, at Pacific Private Money, we lend only in California on California real estate, and we're pretty careful about the markets we lend in. We, we try to stay out of markets we think might be a little bit too frothy, and so we believe our loans at 70% loan-to-value or less, many, much, many times often less, I mean, we do 65, 65. 55, 40. Sometimes people come to us and they just need a 25, 30% loan to value. So, you know, across the board, um, real estate debt is a, is a whole different animal than investing in real estate. This is a secure, this is a security instrument. It, um, it is financing and like a bank, your name is on the loan. Uh, and if you're in a fund, you're a member of the fund, you have ownership interest. If you invest in an individual trustee, your name is on the loan. Uh, the title insurance ensures that you you have a valid lien on that property in first position, if case may be. You know, you really need to investigate that. So debt is a good place. And a lot of people who've been selling real estate have been moving some of those proceeds into real estate debt as a hedge against what may happen in the coming year. So for more information, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or give us a call, 415-883-2150. Thank you again, Michael Morangiallo from Bay Area Wealth Builders. Thanks for having me. Great yeah. show. Okay, here's our thoughts for the day. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. You know who said that? Hmm. Thomas Edison. He tried a few times, I think. Quite a few. A couple thousand. And Buddha said, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our minds strong and clear. I got a question. Wasn't he a little overweight? But it's still a good thing. <laughs> I, won't, I won't pass that up. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.